Yo, 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 what is good, what is good, welcome back to Corey Cash Podcast, man, I'm back, man, I've been going through a little, little financial indecisiveness, if if that's a fucking word, (laughs) like that's serious, I've just been going through some financial things, because it's not my bills, it's more of maintaining my bills, and also trying to get the podcast equipment now, I I, had, I started a little GoFundMe. People been contributing, and, and shout out to y'all. I have like one hundred and five dollars in there. It's better than nothing. And I've been trying to get like an interface, a mixer, and trying to really learn audio equipment and engineering on how to do shit. And it's just been like, yo, what the fuck? Like, do I buy this? Do I buy that? Do that buy this? So, um. I mentioned I was going to buy a mic, and uh, a lovely lady from Facebook hit me up and was like, yo, I'll give you my mic. She gave me this fire-ass mic, this fire-ass mic, but I need to get a mixer or interface to even use it. So, with that being in my head and me fiending out, like, trying to get the equipment, she gave me a Starlin Audio ST51 Class A mic. Shit is beautiful. It's all black. But I can't plug it in because I have to have an interface. So I'm trying to get all this stuff together. While I'm trying to get it, I go to the pawn shop trying to be cheap. I go buy an audio box, bring it home, the shit. I'm like, yo, what's the return of a policy? He he tells me 10 days. I'm like, oh, it's 10 days to return. Yeah, that's if it don't work correctly. I'm like, what about if I just want to, if you just want to trade it in because you like it? He starts some, like a sarcastic laugh. And I'm looking at this fat nigga like, yo, listen. You can't, y'all should be testing shit before y'all resell it in a pawn shop. Because first and foremost, y'all getting it for cheap. Y'all should be, y'all have time to re, I mean, to fucking test it before y'all sell it. Fucking hood ass pawn shops, bro. You try to support them because they minority business. And these niggas look at you and want to, like, not give you refunds. So I'm like, alright, I'm going to buy this fucking audio box. I buy the audio box. Simple as shit to even operate. Trying to operate this shit. Shit ain't working. Change the sound and all of this shit to the audio box and etc. And I seen this fire ass mixer that he got in there for like one one sixty something. It got sick it could hold six mics. Bro, I'm trying to get my hands on that because if I get that, then I no longer need nothing else. And I think I should have bought that instead of buying this stupid shit because this shit don't even work, man. That's why you can't support these fucking whack ass. Fucking pawn shops, man. Excuse me for all this cursing. Man, I've been trying to maintain and get all of this, and I've been fiend out to spend my last little money to invest in myself so I can move forward with this podcast and shit to where I'm stationary and I can travel with the equipment to, like, a friend house or long, far areas to do podcasts with special guests. And that's why I haven't been having a special guest because of this situation. And I, I try to support. And I, this one has two mic plugs. I was going to buy another mic, another mic stand, and just have a special guest. Like anybody, my closest friends, and just have them up there talking to me. But nah, man, you can't even trust bald headed niggas that work at pawn shops, bro. Bald headed niggas always good liars. Now I got to go tomorrow morning. I got to go return this shit. And in the last few days, I'm sorry I haven't gave y'all two this week because the last few days I've been sick. Had a fever and shit. I'm trying to get... I'm not even about to get into my personal life, man. Um. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Before I even go further with this, man. Shout out to my my man, Jay Dollar. New Corey Cash podcast logo. Shout out to you, Jay Dollar. 
he doing he does logos man hit my man j dollar um check the hashtag and the logo type it in he should pop up and it was like a, a a few topics i wanted to speak about but one mainly that i really wanted to speak about is the current state of hip-hop like the current state of hip-hop like 2017 march oh yeah march what like i don't remember the day bro this is how much I've been thinking about doing this podcast. March 5th. The current state of hip-hop. Like, I, I really need to talk about this. I wish I could have a guest so I could fucking talk about this. But to even do that is like, you know, go through some little technical difficulties, financial difficulties. But the the current state of hip-hop, like, I'm not impressed. Like, to be honest with you, I'm not impressed. The reason why I'm not impressed is because there's no refreshing music out right now. You feel me? And the balance of bullshit over qual like quality over bullshit is is at an all time. The ratio is sucks. Like you got mad bullshit ass rappers, fucking mumble rappers, and shit like that. Now don't get me they don't get me wrong. Them they beats is fire. It's head now then, but it's really like the message doesn't say nothing. Like when you get an album full of that, and it's like, all right, this shit is whack because I view album albums as stories, and a lot of people do. You feel me? When the numbers come back, that tell the truth. When the numbers come back, that's how the truth is. It hasn't been a hot rapper, a hot rapper. I'm not saying nice. A hot rapper that sold an impressive amount of money. I mean, an impressive amount of money. An impressive number of records, albums, streams in a minute. I can't do this more rap shit. It needs to be a balance. I don't care if they there. It just needs to be a balance. And it's more mumble rappers than it's rappers that spit in that shit. Or maybe we just not paying attention. Maybe it is equal and we just not paying attention and giving our attention to them, to those type of rappers. I really can't take the little Uzis and the little Yachty's. I don't listen to them niggas. I listen to 21 Savage and, and Kodak. That's the furthest I'm going to go. But I really can't take anything beyond that. Like, I really can't fuck with that shit. Like, that shit is just garbage to me. Now, I see a lot of rappers, they, they get into a space where they want to be creative. And they make a different type of music. Like, you got Big Sean with I Decided. I don't think I decided it's better than fucking my, um, my, I mean, Dark Sky Paradise. I was about to say, my, I don't know why I was about to name his album, Kanye album. I don't think it's better. I really don't think it's better. Rapping wise, he, the first song, he snaps on Dark Sky Paradise. He snaps. I feel like this one has better quality music, like hits and poly timeless music and great to the ears. But I think the la the album before this one is just great rapping. Like, the same with J. Cole, right? J. Cole comes out with an album. I didn't like it at first because I didn't understand. And him and Kendrick always take a risk. Like, they don't care. Whatever they put out is what they how they feeling. And they do what they want. So, when that came out, came, I wasn't feeling it. But now that I, I, I really read up, I'm a, I'm like a hip-hop fiend. Like, I got to watch interviews and see what you talking about and what, what you was feeling before you made the song and what the song is about. And I found out that it's about his cousin named... His cousin, his friend named James, that's from um Deville, that end up getting shot and also having a daughter. So the whole album is like a letter to the daughter, and I really love that perspective of J Cole taking that risk and him putting himself in James' shoes and making an album for his daughter. And that shit is crazy. That shit was incredible, a masterpiece to me. Risk and a masterpiece. Just the conversation that hip-hop is real corny, like, the social media is, like, because I'm a New York nigga, like, 
when when niggas was beefing in the nineties, early two thousand, niggas was really fighting at these awards and shit like that. Now it's like when I see rappers get threatened, I know nothing's gonna happen. They either gonna talk about it or it's gonna be so overdue that when y'all like see each other, nothing's gonna happen. Y'all just gonna salute, salute, and it's gonna be a mutual respect thing. Like that's exactly what happens when 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 these rap beefs go on. The what I have been impressed by is Remy Ma this to Nicki Minaj. I felt like she dragged her. She killed her. On some hip-hop shit. She can never stop Nicki Minaj sales. Never. Nicki Minaj is like the top-selling female artist of all time. She probably is the greatest hip um, female hip-hop artist of all time. If I'm not mistaken. She can never stop Nicki sales, but on some rap shit, you gotta understand. You're not dissing somebody that's random that didn't come from mixtape era bars. She's dissing a person that came from that. She's dissing the person that came from that. And that's why niggas is so, niggas is looking at it like, why is she not responding? That's where Nicki come from. You talk about the same girl that, I, Nicki first album was fire rapping wise. Nicki mixtapes was fire. So it kills me to see that she's not, she's responding through Instagram. And it's corny because when she was coming up, this didn't exist. So why get on it now? Is either, you think, is either you, one, you feel like, it's a bad move because your your notoriety and your stardom is so high. So the responded Remy Ma would be like, "I'm giving her 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 attention." That's probably how she's looking at it too. But it's on some hip hop shit. Like on some hip hop shit, Nicki lost to me. She lost. Remy Ma scraped her, and I I see people on the internet reacting. It's mediocre. She wasn't even on beat. Nas was not on beat when he did whole on either. Calling him ugly, you dick sucker, and like that—that that was not on beat, and that was so disrespectful. So I don't want to hear all of this. She not on beat. I don't care what anybody say. It was from okay to fire. It was not whack. It did it take a long time to heat up. Maybe that shit was fire. The second drink was dead trash. Basura, doo doo, mamas. I don't know why she even did it, and I don't know why she did it even playing like Drake, like. In the beginning, you want to do the same thing now. Nah, you should have just did it, did how you, move how you move. It was just trash to me. Trash. It was like, it was no point in doing that. You, If you're going to kick, beat a dead horse, set it on fire. Don't kick it again. You killed the horse. So that's why it was like, I didn't even really have a response for the Remy Ma's second diss. Like, I didn't, I ain't really even enjoy this shit, to be honest with y'all. I really didn't enjoy that shit. I don't know why she even put that out. I don't know who approval she got of that because that wasn't God's approval to put that shit out. That I, <laughs> yo, dead ass. Like I don't know. I I don't know. I just that B whole beef shit. It was not a beef. It's a rap beef. But that shit. And then Remy Ma mentions that Nicki Minaj just tried to stop her money. That's another reason why she came out ahead. If you look at the history, they had a little history of shots thrown. From both ends, Nicki Minaj, what Nicki Minaj um feature on Gucci Man song, shit was trash. So I don't understand why I went on Twitter and y'all was hyping it. Nicki's back and she's that bitch and them same barbs that was there for that verse wasn't there when Remy Ma dragged her ass. That's how you knew Remy Ma shit was fired because they was not supporting her. And usually barbs and beehives they troll the fuck out of somebody when they come for. Who they, excuse me, who they going for. 
They troll him. So that's how you know Remond really dragged him. I'm just waiting for Nicki Minaj's response. Because Nicki Minaj's response is, is going to make Remy Ma have to go back in and get that same person that was on Sheetha. And I don't think Nicki Minaj is going to respond. That's the sad part. Like, I really don't think she's going to respond. She really got dragged out the ass. Like, go get your go get Safari to write your verse. Like, it's bad. It's bad out here, my mind. Then she was then she was trying to come at Trey Songs. It like that's like getting slapped and then wanting to fight the nigga that's laugh at, that laugh at you getting slapped. Like it was just so corny. It was just so fucking corny. What she did after Nicki Minaj, I mean after Rebound dissed her. It was so fucking corny. Like so fucking corny. Like I didn't get it. She oh you on Twitter. Trying to come back at somebody that didn't, I mean, trying to come at somebody that didn't even diss you. And Trey Songz got on Instagram and said he never fucked you. So you just was just lollygagging and not really, I don't understand it, man. I think stardom is what does it to them. They start feeling themselves and they get to a position to where they don't want to respond they act like they didn't come from this hip-hop background where you had to hustle and go hard. Like, that's what that's what kills me the most. If we're going to do hip-hop, it's always going to be a competitive sport. Whether it's album sales or rap tip, you're going to battle skill. We're going to battle this way. It's going always going to be a competitive sport. But when you on Instagram actively but not in the studio, it makes it look so corny. And this is why. And this is because... Hip hop, the way social media affected humanity is humans that rap. So it's like it affected them too. It's not just because they celebrities don't mean they not because people treat them like they not humans. Like it, y'all gotta respond on social media rather than on wax, and it's corny. Stop having Twitter fingers. It's corny. Just respond back to her. Well, you're dead now. You can't respond back to her. You can't. You dad can't respond back to. Her. I'm sorry. I just dropped something. Um, a few albums that I'm anticipating, or that I like that recently dropped. We could talk about what I recently. We are gonna get off this Nicki and Remy, but we gonna talk about albums that I like that recently dropped. I like that Absol shit. I like Big Sean shit. I like J Cole shit. As far as recently, that's who I've been playing lately. That's who's in my playlist. Travis Scott been in my playlist, even though he didn't drop an album recently. Um, I'm anticipating Kendrick album. I've seen articles talk about he, him speaking on a female's perspective on life and the things they go through. That would be interesting if he can pull it off, in which he, on a music tip, he's very creative. Um, I'm I'm still looking forward to More Life by Drake. Who knows what that's going to be? Um, future albums I've been listening to a few songs on both Hendrix and the future album. I think that's what it's called. Uh, nobody else I've been really anticipated. I've been waiting on the fucking Andre 3000 album. I want another Frank Ocean album. I want a Jay Z album because Jay Z has been him and Drake has been going at it for a low key minute and niggas haven't been paying attention to it and they think I'm bugging by saying that shit. 
But they been going at it on a low. That whole title and Apple thing, that shit is real. And that's and I think Kanye was in the middle of it. And he didn't want to, and that's why he went on that little rant. That's why he went on that little rant dissing Drake and shit like that and dissing Hove. Because he didn't want to be in the middle of it. And then Kanye lived right next to Drake. As far as what they say. Both of them. So. Jay-Z been throwing a lot of shots. And so has Drake. But you know, Drake can't fuck with Hove on that level, bro. When it comes to hip-hop. Like, Drake can't see that nigga, man. He getting there. But he can't see the nigga as far as rapping goes. You know what I'm saying? Then that little Ghost Rider thing got exposed. It's like it's going to be hard for Drake to even defeat a Jay-Z. Jay-Z just went down in history as a great, what, he went down Billboard history, some type of history for songwriting. So, you feel me? It's like it's going to be hard for Drake to even try to come at a nigga like, oh, excuse me again. Try to come at a nigga like Hove. Like, it's not even fair. Oh, yeah, another another hip-hop topic that I would like to, like, go talk about, too. I was on Xbox Live. I'm on Xbox Heavy. Playing the game or whatever. So, we started talking about rap top five rappers alive. And it's me, my man, Smooth. Shout-out to Smooth. My my, my, my little cousin, Keandre. Shout-out to Keandre. My, my friend, Jay. My friend, Brandon. My friend, Ty. That's the people I'm really on Xbox Live with. We start talking about hip hop, and I consider Jay Z the one of the best rappers, and I consider Nas the best lyricist. It's a different to me. I break. I know every. I'm mad intricate when it comes to rapping because I'm. I also write and I rap myself, so I look at rap different. And I'm not saying it's a better perspective, but it's more in depth perspective. Nas is the best lyricist to me because Nas could write a song about being a remote control. He wrote a song about being a gun. He wrote a song backwards. Rewind. So Nas is the best lyricist to me. Nas is not the best rapper to me because he didn't have a great production team to hear him rhyme in a different rhyme pattern on other people's beats. Nas wasn't given that opportunity or blessed with a Just Blaze, a Swiss Beats, a Timberland, um, DJ Premier, Primo. He wasn't blessed with that. Like He didn't get that. Nas stuck with his only production team. He had beats here and there from different people. But Jay-Z is a better rapper because we heard him rhyme on with multiple flows on different kind of beats. Pharrell, Rick Rubin, Swizz, Timbo, Just Blaze, Dr. Dre. I think Eminem produced one of the songs. So Jay-Z is a better rapper than me. Crazy lyricist too, don't get me wrong. But he's a better rapper than me. When we talking about delivery, bars, punchlines, swag, like that's is Jay Z has it. If it's not Jay Z as far as a complete rapper, Fab got it to me. J Cole's a great lyricist and a great rapper. Kendrick is a great lyricist and a great rapper. Fab is an all around rapper. The one of the 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 best all around rapper to me is Fab. He can cover anything. He can make a song for the ladies. Jay-Z can do it too. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that counts to me. And and certain rappers, another consideration of a great rapper is a nigga like that can put words together. 
well. Like he can rhyme with delivery. Meek Mills is like a great rapper, a good rapper. He put words together well. He can rhyme. His deliveries, oh, but Philly niggas never. If you ever paid attention to the whole Philly aspect of things, the whole any rapper from Philly never suffered with delivery. Benny Siegel, Petey Crack, Meek Mills, Oskino, Chris and Neve. If you pay attention to any Cassidy, any rapper from Philly, they never had a trouble with delivery. They always had trouble making songs because their delivery is so fire that it, it might per, not pertain or shoot to the women or shoot to the youth. You know what I'm saying? They never suffered from that. So I break it down. Getting back to the conversation I was having with Smooth, I said Jay-Z. He said, are you crazy? Nas is the best rapper of all time. And we started debating. And I was like, if it's not Jay-Z, then it's Eminem. Oh, I'm not putting Eminem in there. I respect everybody's opinion of not putting Eminem in there. Because I see things from both perspectives. And I, I do play devil's advocate with a lot of topics. But I really feel like Eminem is one of them. Because first and foremost, we have to go with stats. Eminem has outsold every rapper that we ever liked. That is our favorite. And the only nigga that's touching them is Andre 3000. I put Andre 3000 as best lyricist and one of the best rappers too. Best artist. See, alright. This is this is my category of of if you want hip-hop. You have rappers, you have artists, and you have lyricists. An artist is a, a person that you sign on your label that can make hit songs for the radio. And so, but when he comes to lyrical shit, he might be doo-doo. It kind of rapper shit, he might be... Uh-uh. He might be okay, he might be good. A rapper is a person that could just put words together well, do street music, rhyme on crazy-ass beats, etc. It can hit the radio... A artist, a artist is more versatile in making songs than a rapper. Cause an artist, Lil Wayne's a great artist. They consider Lil Wayne a musician when they present him. Lil Wayne makes rock and roll songs. He's an artist. His brought his he has no limit. Kanye West is a a great artist. He has no limit. You feel me? Those are artists to me. Like they, they can do any type of music. When it, if it is considered in hip hop, it still has a a harmonizing chorus, something of that nature. Drake is a great artist. He's a he's a great rapper. He's a good lyricist, or he's a great lyricist, whatever you want to consider. So that's how I break rapping down. Jay Z covers all three of those to me. Great artist. He went and did the, the um. 99 Problems, you have the Annie song, you have, he did the shit with Linkin Park, you feel me, he has it, so, getting back to the argument, I, I really respect when niggas don't put Eminem, because, but the only thing I don't respect is that they always pull a white card, and I get the, and I get the perspective of it, because it's like, alright, if you ever pay, if you, if for the people that watch NBA, or we could just take it, we could just basically just make it like this. A black person, a black athlete dunks, an uh, NBA player dunks every day on a daily basis. When a white basketball player dunks, it seems more amazing to people. Like, oh my God, he dunks. But you're looking at like black people do that every day. So sometimes it's, oh, sometimes the white, the white basketball player might be looked at as overrated. And that's the same thing that applies to Eminem. Everybody's like, oh, because he's white, he's outselling around. 
But you had multiple white rappers that was not great rappers. Or I'm gonna just say rappers cover though. They was not great rappers. Astro Ruff wasn't like the super duper great rapper. You can't blame everything on Eminem being white. Eminem could chew your favorite rapper and a battle rapper. This is he come from the with the 90s where niggas was really battling. Niggas don't battle no more. Niggas battle on wax. Niggas don't battle face to face. Eminem was battling niggas on stage. This nigga could chew your favorite rapper, make a hit song better than your favorite rapper, outsell your favorite rapper, better lyricist than your favorite. You cannot, you gotta stop pulling that white card because this man released his his round his rhyme pattern is ridiculous. His rhyme pattern is ridiculous. His syllables is ridiculous. He can freestyle about anything. So you can't sit there and say, oh, he's white. You can't keep using the white card on Eminem. The, 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 the con to Eminem to me is, it's not relatable. Taking a chainsaw, cutting a nigga braids off is not relatable. So the hood can't relate. The, the, the hood people can't relate to it. But you can't take Eminem out of, bro, he has hits out the ass. And on some real, like, great lyricist shit, he has songs that's just crazy. Stan. I, the list goes on. I don't have to say him, but you can't take him out being the top five rappers. And if I have to lift the top five rappers of my cho- if I have to list them, I'm going with I'm no order. Jay-Z, Nas, Eminem, Andre 3K. Damn, who would be fifth? See... I would have to throw Biggie in there because I, I I like Biggie a lot. Like I like Biggie a lot, and this ain't on some. Oh, I gravitated him because he died, and oh, I gravitated because of everybody else. I do my research on Biggie. I like Biggie more than Pac. I'm not gonna say he's better because Pac had a deeper message. I like Pac's message. I wish they was one person, because then they'd be the great rap, greatest rapper of all time. You feel me? So Pac wasn't a better. I, th- I feel like Pac can make better songs with meanings than Biggie. Pac had a deeper message, but Pac wasn't a better lyricist than Biggie to me. If you take them to... Just, bro, just for the... Like, they great. Just Both of them are great. Because Biggie was 20, around 21 spitting like that in the 90s. Just like how niggas rate Nas so high, Nas wrote Illmatic when he was like 17. And Illmatic changed rap. 17, 19. And Illmatic changed rap. Yo, shout out to my man Zai. He just hit me up too. And I'm doing the podcast. That's crazy. Shout out my man Zai. He hit me up as soon as I'm doing the podcast. I got to answer Zai when I'm done with the podcast. Yeah, but they, 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 and, and Tupac was about two, three years older than Biggie, if I'm not mistaken. And they had crazy ass everything. Image was great. Message was great. Rapping was great. Radio hits was great. But I like Biggie more. I like Life After Death and Ready to Die more than I. It's, see, All Eyes on Me is way too long. It's like overwhelming with too much music. If it, I was in the 90s, if I was 18 in the 90s or 16 in the 90s, I would listen to the whole thing. It's like hard for me to listen to the whole thing right now. Like, I, I, albums that I didn't listen to with mad songs is hard for me to listen to. Because it's just like, damn. You feel me? Um, 
Biggie albums was like movies. Because Ready to Die starts with him being born, him listening to music, being influenced. And then he ended up getting locked up. He said, I'm never coming back. And then he's like, I'm signed to Bad Boy. And he drops this album. Then the second, like out of the death, because it's a continuation off of Ready to Die. And the lyricism on how Biggie was flowing on Ready to Die and is way better. My favorite Pac album is Me Against the World. I don't really like the other ones. I love the fact that Pac was a rebel, but I didn't like the death row music like that. I really didn't like the L.A. influenced music like that. Of pop, maybe because I, I when I did, was younger, I didn't like it like that. I like what he stood for, but now, like growing up and really watching pop documentaries and knowing that he was born in the Bronx or Harlem, I think it's the Bronx. I always get them mixed up. And then he moved to Be More, and then when he. We give him to the West Coast, and that's not even fair to us because Pac is really belong to us. If you're not going to give it to us, then you got to give it to Maryland. And it's like we give him to the West Coast as their legend because he was signing death row, which is unfair. That's like one a legend you're taking away from New York, really, to be honest with you. But y'all can have him. But I didn't like the West Coast influenced music by Pac. I wasn't a big fan. The hits, yeah. Certain songs I could find, yeah, but it's like I didn't really like it. I liked the Me Against the World part. I, f- I felt like that was great rapping. It, stole the t- it told the story. I liked the that part. That's the part that I enjoyed. And it's, it, might be, it's, it might be some people that's listening to this shit like, what, nigga? You bugging. Get the fuck out of here. What are you talking about? Like. And that's just me. I just have a different sound or ear for music. Like, my ear for music is kind of weird. So I have to throw Biggie in there as fifth, to be honest, not to get off topic. Because it would be hard for me to throw a fifth in there. Unless I'm missing somebody. As a matter of fact, we could throw Kanye in there. I don't think Kanye's a better rapper than Tupac. But Kanye's correct. He's my favorite artist. He's my favorite everything. And the creativity of music that he has gave us, Kanye has never had a whack-ass album. Kanye, you could consider Yeezus a whack-ass album. But Yeezus is how music sounds today. With all this rock star and his mumble rap shit, he did it years ago in 2013. And I didn't like Yeezus when it first came out because Born Center was my shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? But then I listen to Yeezys a year later, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeezy season. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, looking at it like, this shit is fire. This shit is fucking fire. And niggas is like, niggas don't understand that he, he it was futuristic thinking. It was a risk. And look what you got now. You got all that type of music. You got, you got all these rock star rappers. And he did that shit in 2013. And y'all looked at him like he was dumb. So Kanye doesn't have a whack... Resume, like a whack resume at all or, or album to me So I will put him fifth In there Now uh, under my five That's to be decided Because it's so many fucking people And don't worry Kendrick and Cole gonna push up in there Because they just got more music to do I don't know what they hold in the future And they just got way more music to put out Way more music to give us to even They could be considered top five now don't get me wrong, because they are. But they just got way more music to do as far as getting ahead of the people in the in that list. Can they outlast them? 
can we who only time will tell. Only time will tell. That's the only thing I can fucking say to be honest with y'all. Only time will tell. Another thing I want to get into about the current state of hip hop is um music sucks today to me because it's no idols. It's no niggas you want to be like. It's no niggas you want to be like. And I'm not even being funny. Nobody want to be like Little Uzi. Nobody want to be like Yachty. But look at the niggas I had. Look at the niggas that, that's older than me had. They had Biggie. These are niggas you wanted to be like. This thug life shit still exists to this day. The flashiness of how Biggie had girls and was just doing whatever he want. And he'll tell you he an ugly nigga and he get girls. Like that, he was an idol. These niggas was idols. LL Cool J, idol. Run DMC is an idol. Lil Wayne at one point was a fucking idol. Or still is an idol. I'm bugging. I never, dis- my fault for disrespecting Wayne. They had idols. You feel me? It's no idols now. Dipset, idol. G-Net, Idol 50, Idol. We got idols. We had idols at one point. Who's your idol now? The only idol nigga you could pick is Kendrick and Cole, and that's because the niggas is both humble. They want better for our people, minorities, black people. And their music, they're very genuine human beings. You don't have idols. You don't have idols now. You don't want to be like none of these rappers. You want their money, but you don't want to be like them. At one point, nigga, look at the influence of Dipset, nigga. At one point, everybody was dressed as Joel's Cam or Jim Jones at one point in time. These niggas don't even have clothes that they putting out that niggas is wearing. And nigga, in 2003, when 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 and that whole run 50 Cent had and G-Unit had, niggas was wearing G-Unit tank tops, G-Unit shoes. When Jay-Z says stop the, I don't wear button, I mean, I mean, I don't stop the throwback jerseys, button-ups, niggas is wearing button-ups. Jay-Z's an idol. Kanye West is a fucking idol. Like, this is, this is why, this is why rap sucks today, it's no idols. Pick one, bro. Pick one. And Drake could be considered an idol to some people. You don't have idols in the new school era, you don't have none of these niggas as idols because... These niggas not idols for the simple fact that they're not even going to last that long to even be considered an idol. They're not going to last that long to even get put on a rap Mountain Rushmore. Niggas is garbage. My nigga, niggas get their little two years of fame and niggas go under the rug. But at the end of the day, you got to be, I call it a recession or whatever you want to call it. You had to hit the bottom for shit to change. Give me more, more little yaddies and little Uzis. Because all it's going to do is going to reset it. And it's going to be like, we tired of this shit. Let's go back to the essence of hip-hop. Let's just go the fuck back and give us lyricists. But the niggas, and you got to understand, it's so simple to do what they do. It's not hard. It's not hard to rap like a Uzi Yadi. It's too easy. And you could become a YouTube sensation easily. Just simple as beat. You got Ugly God. He'll tell you his music suck. It's nobody in the 90s that be like, my music suck. You had niggas that you see in the 90s was more competition. And niggas is buddy-buddy now. 
Niggas was going at each other. You had cannabis going at LL. You had Biggie and Pac. You had Nas and Hove. You had so many beefs, Cam and Nas. Eminem and Benzino, 50 and Ja. And these are some of these beefs when they seen each other niggas fought. The beefs now be over some stupid shit. Over some social media stupid shit. So it's like, I really can't respect it. I can't respect what niggas is doing. Like, it's no idols, man. No idols in hip hop now. It's no idols. It's no niggas that niggas want to be like. It's really no niggas that niggas want to be like, bro. If you look at it. And that's why you can't talk hip-hop with everybody, bro. Because niggas won't get it. Niggas won't get it. Niggas won't get that. You can't... Rem- you can't... Maybe a nigga that's older than me. Name my album. Niggas want to be like, oh, Nas is overrated. Nas is boring. Nas is this. Name my album that came out before Illmatic. I give you time. I give you 30 seconds. You can't name one. What you going to name? One of the niggas that's probably before Nas is probably Snoop Dogg. LL was before Nas. But ever since Illmatic dropped, nigga, he changed the rap pattern. Listen to every album before Illmatic. It was more of a simple flow, simple delivery, simple rhyme pattern. But that shit was hot for his era. But I respect OGs. I respect LL. I respect. I don't disrespect none of them niggas. But Nas came through and changed the whole rap pattern and changed the whole rap scene. Niggas was like, "Damn, I wanna. I gotta learn how to rap like that." So I would never say Nas is overrated. You gotta do your fucking homework. You better do your fucking homework. Don't ever say Nas is overrated, bro. Don't ever say that shit, bro. I'm a Jay-Z fan. I tell you, my favorite album, Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt. The rapping on that shit was before his time. And when the shit came out, it was trash. They had to re-bring that shit out. But look at the look at the classicness. Look at the, the how niggas love Reasonable Doubt now. Niggas love that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like even when niggas go talk about like if you talk about any mama anybody in my top five, Jay Z has what double platinum, triple platinum on niggas. Gave niggas great verses. Went pop, reached the charts, studied the game right. What are you talking about? Kanye, Kanye got classic ass songs that 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 influence hip hop. Niggas to go, oh, oh, Outkast is two people. Or oh, it can't be just Andre. Man, boy, go listen to them Outkast albums. And I'm not saying Big Boy was whack, nigga. He was great. He was good. Nigga, nigga listen to the creativity in them albums when they're singing. It's who was doing it, Andre 1000. Listen to Andre 1000 features. He ain't never have a whack fucking feature yet, nigga. Respect your fucking legends, bro. Respect the idols of this shit. Because your favorite rapper... One of them niggas is their favorite rapper. That's why I can't respect all this this dumb shit that we be listening to. It's not even about polluting the mind. It's just that it's, repet- it's like played on the radio a hundred times. It's annoying to the point that your mind is programmed to like that shit. So the current state of hip hop is I'm not inspired. 
I really don't anticipate albums like that because these are artists I've been liking, but I, it's not refreshing. We need something new. We need someone new or something new. And that's just my thoughts, man. I, I want to thank everybody for even tuning in to Corey Cash Podcast. And I'm out. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hurry into Old Navy this Saturday for a one-day denim deal you can't miss. Jeans are just 10 bucks for women, 7 bucks for kids. That's right, one day only. This Saturday, get $10 denim at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 3-2, select styles only.